This episode of The A-Team is brought to you by FaceToFaceGames.com, Canada's number one source for Magic the Gathering card singles. Yes, a blubbering baby. It's fine, it's it's okay. <laughs> if you man up and own it, it's less bitchy. It's more, it's more... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to The A-Team Podcast, brought to you by ManorDeprived.com and 60cards.com. Check us out. In 2010, a crack magic playing unit was sent to prison by the DCI court for mines they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a federal pound-me-in-the-ass prison to the Canadian underground. Today, still wanted by Wizards of the Coast, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can listen to The A-Team. KYT. I don't know about you guys, or I'm just mind-tricking myself constantly. <laughs> Jay Boosh. They're of a different culture, KYT. They prefer their magic untainted by the internet. Scotty. Then you just pull the fucking mind slaver and you just dome them with their own dude. That's entertainment. And Medina. I'm on camera and I'm like, oh man, don't blink. Act like you meant to do this. <laughs> and now, the AT. Hey guys, this is KYT. Welcome to episode 98 of the 18 Podcast. We are joined, as always, with Jay and Mr. Scotty Mac. We don't have Medina here because he's too busy ripping kids off at Gen Con. So it, it, is, it is Shark Week, after all. <laughs> I'm a scummer. But uh, we got someone that I um, absolutely love to have back on. Welcome back to the show, AJ. How's it going? Hi. <laughs> I, I, I forgot that uh, Medina was a thing, and I have an awesome Medina story for you. Yes. Oh. That's okay. We like Medina stories. Uh, I can, like, swear and stuff, right? It's been a yeah. while. Yeah, absolutely. No, you may not. This is like the podcast where, <laughs> where I can say you whatever can say I want. What and yeah. crap, that's it. And All right. That's so, um, the, the only thing we do have to caution you on is, is uh, extreme racism is probably in poor taste. <laughs> okay. Like extreme. I don't care if you say it, but somebody else. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. All right. So I don't know if you guys have heard this story, but um, Ben SW was, we were at uh, some invitational. I want to say it was the Star City Invitational in Indy. And uh, there's this guy watching, you know, from the railings, watching the feature match. And Ben SW goes up behind him and he, Ben was a, a, maybe a little intoxicated. <laughs> He's like, hey, Medina, you fucking suck, man. You're a fucking scumbag. You know that? <laughs> and the, guy's, the guy just doesn't turn around. And Ben's just like, Medina, you're, you're just, you're such a piece of shit. You don't know what you're talking about ever. And I hate you. And just like going off. And finally the guy turns around and is just like, are you, are you? Talking to me, Ben's like, "Yeah, Medina, fuck you." <laughs> and the guy goes, "I'm, I'm not John Medina. I'm Pete Hoffling. I <laughs> own all of this. Uh, it's nice to meet you." <laughs> oh God! Yeah, that was pretty good. And then the second punchline is that uh, Ben, instead of being like, "Oh, oh shit, sorry," he goes, "Oh, 
Oh, you're Pete? Well, I got a bone to pick with you, too. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> like, Evan Irwin is so dumb. He's, <laughs> like, going off. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. It was funny. They, all, they, they worked it all out, and everything's all fine, but... I mean, Ben and Pete and Evan. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine John uh, and Ben are friends now. Well, do you uh, – are you still writing for Star City? Like, I haven't seen anything from you for a while. Like, what's going yeah, on there? I haven't written in, like, two months. I've been too busy streaming and traveling. Okay. But um, I actually have, like, an article coming out for, like, the next three or four weeks. Ooh. Like, every week. So. Awesome. What are yeah. the, uh, like, is it a series on stuff or just... Um, two of them are a series. It's like, I'm talking about Red Green and Delver and, um, not, like, how Red Green is built and how it plays against Delver. And then, um, after I, like, write an article about it, then I do, I'm doing an AJTV where I kind of walk through a bunch of games and show examples of the things that I wrote about in the previous article. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, but it's, like, going to be a lot of work. Yeah, that's sick. Well, I mean, from your past appearances, though, too, we know how much work you put into all that stuff, right? Like, you're the Dude. pinnacle perfectionist. Yeah, I'm so stupid. Why can't I just, <laughs> why can't I just shit out some fucking 2,000-word nonsense with a necklace and collect a paycheck? Like how many other people are doing right now? <laughs> can't reinvent the wheel. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just got to go with what works. People are lazy. So I, I have noticed that you've been uh, you've been playing a lot of red green lately, and uh, it's just obviously because you feel it's the best deck or just well positioned right now. Um, yeah, it's like I don't want to be playing blue white Delver because I don't think it's uh, like it does the things that you want to be doing, and I think that Bonfire is the best card in the format, and I think that backing it with like. Aggression and good mana is obviously where you want to be. Like, you don't want to be a control deck with Bonfire. Yeah. So, um, I tried Blue-Red Delver for a while, but it just wasn't getting it done. Like, it didn't have the mana, it didn't have the card advantage, and, uh, so I tried Red-Green, and, like, my build was really bad, and I was still just crushing everything. So I decided to invest some time in it, refine it, practice with it, so on. Nice. So then we get to see the results of that in your article series and AJTVs in the next four weeks. Yep. Sick. All right. Love it. Just in time for rotation. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> in that case, then, like, speaking of uh, your streams that you've been doing, so when we first had you on, you were, you know, basically pioneering, like, starting the whole streaming thing back up again, right? Like, you were, you were yeah. really trying to take it to that next level. And now everybody and their grandson is fucking streaming right now. <laughs> including yeah. you. Include, well, yeah, including me. It's been a blast. It's so much. It's, it's terribly addictive. Yeah, um, it's so fun. Yeah, because I, now, I mean, I, I've been kind of taking a page out of Kibler's book and getting myself fucking smashed, <laughs> you know, and just like doing it to dirtle around instead People of actually. Like What's that? People seem to like that. Oh, it's unreal. It's like as soon as you can, you can show your human, you know, your human side. And just completely expose yourself in public like that without, you know, being arrested for it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's wild. And it's so much fun. Yeah, it's been a good time. Um, you obviously have been going quite a different route with yours. And, I mean, it just <laughs> seems like everybody kind of has their own take on it. I mean, from, 
you know, Michael Jacob being accosted by the police to, you know, <laughs> Cedric Phillips and his unbelievable playlist for 14 year old girls. And I'm not giving him shit because I fucking love it, too. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's terrible. I, I have to uh, listen. You know what? I watch Cedric stream and it, almost always I just listen to the music like it's terrible. It's, it's just like, put it on as like a DJ in the back. It's so bad. It's so I love it. I, it's guilty, right? Um, I like to market myself as the only stream with listenable music. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, anything's got to be better than fucking Tom Martell's. Oh my oh, god, yeah. they're all—they all are so good Shite. at music, so bad at listening to music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. So, so chime in then, AJ. Tell us about you know. T- give us your thoughts on on the phenomenon now. Yeah, it's it's insane how far we've come. Um, like when I started, I was getting you know like a hundred, hundred fifty viewers, and was like trying to make it a thing that it was the future of magic content and i still do and now we're getting like kibler has broken 1600 people like multiple times yeah um cedric and mj and sam black are hitting you know 600 to a thousand every single time they stream um and it's it's awesome i mean everyone's doing their own thing too which is like exactly what you want yeah. Um, that's that's one of the things that I was saying about uh, streaming when I was starting it is like it's such a customizable format. You can infuse exactly as much of your personality into it as you want to, or you can just have it be the cold hard magic, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and everyone's doing something different. And like Cedric has a set time that he streams, like he has a set show. Yeah. So people can tune in whenever they want, or you know, whenever they can, and then other people stream whenever they want. And just whoever happens to be on their computer can watch. And then you have people like Sam Black streams from like midnight to 5 a.m. Because he's <laughs> a vampire. Yeah. Um, and so there's just always a stream going. And that's exactly what I wanted it to be. And yeah. we're, we're getting to that point, And it's really, really cool. It's it's interesting too because what I'm finding is I think that the the major uh, feather in the uptake here not only is that wide variety of content but I think that the fact that they've now been able to mobilize it and I mean coming from you know the cellular technology world in my day job I mean the fact that we can now have a fully buffered and like live rendered stream yeah. on our handheld devices anywhere in the world right now is mind blowing. We live in the future. Yeah. And it's, it, it, but I think that that's been a really, really big piece of, you know, of getting it there. I mean, kudos to the guys over at Twitch for really, you know, running with the mobile app and, and getting it developed properly, you know. And it's just, it's been really, really good. Cause like I find myself now, if I'm just like in between appointments or whatever, I'm out in sales, right? Driving around. I'm in between appointments. I'm in between podcasts or whatnot. I got like 10 minutes to kill. You're damn right. I'm firing up the Twitch app and, you know, watching whatever's on. Yeah. It's, it's so outstanding. Yeah, it's awesome. The The guys at Twitch are so good. Just like, even since I've been there, uh, the changes they've made is insane. They redid, like, pretty much their entire monetization scheme. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, way more intuitive now. And also, uh, like, I've been working with a lot of the higher-ups from the beginning to make magic streaming a thing. And they've been amazing about putting like GPs and pro tours and star city things both in their like weekly newsletter email and 
uh, featuring streams on their front page yeah. and all that stuff. It's 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 been unbelievable working with them. They're really cool, and uh, you're right. The, the the technology is really what drives streaming, right? Like if if it was if there was a delay, like that's one of the things is people say that you should delay for ghosting or whatever. But if there was a delay, whether it's on purpose or because the tech isn't there, then streaming just doesn't work. Yeah. Like well, I mean, there's, there's the still a de- there's still a delay now, but I mean, it's, it's so like marginal. Twenty right? seconds, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, it, it, like when people stream poker or whatever, you need a fifteen minute delay. Yeah, and that's like, like you see a hand and you try and talk to the guy about it, and he's just like, "That was fifteen minutes ago. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember what I was thinking." You know? Yeah. Um, and for magic, it's so important to be in the moment and be like, okay, with this knowledge, because right after you make your decision, they play a thrag tusk, right? And you can't go back and put yourself back in the situation very easily because yeah. your perception is going to be colored. Yeah. I, you know, the, the interesting piece that goes along with that is some of the people like John Lauchs, for example, I know is now doing like crowd drafting. Yeah, I saw that. That's really cool. God, Again, that's people, hilarious. People being able to do, like, to to make streaming, there are so many different things. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's it's pretty amazing. Personally, I think the streaming by committee is moronic, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, cool that that exists, right? Well, and that's just it, right? I mean, the fact, it's, it's like, you can do it, why wouldn't you? I mean, you'd right. clearly never do it for, you know, a giraffe that matters or gold cues or whatever. Right. But, you know, if you're just messing around and getting listeners and having a good time, like, uh, why wouldn't you, right? Right. No, it's. I mean, it's a it's a social thing more than anything else, and yeah. like a participation thing, because that's one of the things that uh, one of the sort of pockets of a of the stream community of the the audience are people that love magic, but can't afford to play online. Yeah. Like either they can't afford to play period or they can't afford to play online and in real life. And they have all their cards and, you know, go to F and M and stuff, but they can't moto during the week. And so they kind of like live vicariously through you. And the, the draft by committee is just perfect for people like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, there's definitely a market for it. It's just like, for me personally, like the reason that I liked watching Starcraft streams was because I wanted to see what the pros were doing, not, to see what, like, a bunch of gold leaguers were doing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think that there's, it's interesting because there's that whole social aspect of it, too. I mean, you know, when I've had my, my messy booze-fueled streams at night, it's honestly just because everybody's there and it's it's like a communal gathering yeah. uh, where you're all doing something together, you know? Yeah, it really feels like hanging out with friends and you get, like, you have, like, three or four hundred viewers and you recognize half the names. Yeah. It's like, it, it feels like hanging out with friends. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And it's, it's terribly addictive. Yeah, and it is. It, I was <laughs> supposed to stream one draft today and I ended up doing three. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. Yeah. Well, I lost the finals of the first one. I had to get a win. You, you can't lose. You can't stop on the losing note, right? Uh, like, of course not. So here's the next one. Okay. So the next point that's coming out about streaming is everybody's saying that it's really hard to play well 
and stream at the same yes. time yes, without absurd amounts of practice. It takes yeah. some getting used to. And there's also the fact that, like, people think that people that are streaming are playing worse than they actually are. A, because it's uh, somebody that's, like, so much better than them that they're sort of just thinking on a completely different level. Like, that's that's one of the most common things I've seen when I've been watching Sam stream, is somebody's just like, oh, why do you not attack there? And, like, to me it's obvious, and MJ is in the chat just screaming at the guy because <laughs> he's, like, not understanding that the only way we could possibly lose this game if, is if the guy goes, you know, fairy unsummon, untap archimancer, unsummon, unsummon, or whatever. And so that that's one factor. And the other factor is uh, just that people don't realize how badly they play when they're playing. Yeah. And so, like, if you were watching a stream of yourself, you would be like, wow, this guy is way worse than me. <laughs> and the other thing, too, is I find that I question my plays more regularly when there are other people watching. Yeah, there's for sure that too. Like Cedric, when Cedric was first streaming, he he likes to do a lot of like chat interactivity, you know? Like, hey, what do you guys want to do here? And so so often he'll like make a play on turn two that sets him down a specific line. And then on turn four or five, he'll be like, Hey chat, what do you want to do? And they'll like be like, play your biggest guy when that like goes directly <laughs> against what uh, he was setting up his to whole do. strategy was. <laughs> And so he's, when he started streaming, he's just like, all I do is lose. What is wrong with me? And it definitely takes some getting used to, and there are definitely sacrifices. But it's it's not as bad as people think, I guess. I don't know how to phrase that. It, it's just like there, there, there are worse things, right? You could, you could be watching somebody at FNM, but instead you're getting to watch Brian Kibler. Yeah. If he if he plays a little loose, then like whatever you sh you should still be learning an unbelievable amount from him. Yeah, well, it's not often, you know. Like it's such a unique window. I mean, we were talking about this when you first started AJTV. I mean, like the first time you were on, and and we were saying how you know being able to actually witness these play lines with a running commentary over top of it is so much more valuable than just, you know, here's the written word, here's the article. And streaming takes that to even the next level. And it's just amazing. Yeah, there's so much we can learn. I'm looking forward to the next step, which is, you know, because I'm always trying to, like, push push what magic media content is. Yeah. And um, I think what I'm really looking forward to the most is, like, the John Madden-esque, like, instant replay right after the game finishes, where you can skip right to turn three and, like, draw arrows on the board and be like, you know... That would be insane. Out. But to do that, you'd first need to get somebody with a personality who knew about magic, which unfortunately <laughs> is, like, lacking. Brian Kibler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's probably right. There's no, the, the numbers don't lie. <laughs> I mean, I don't like, know. I don't watch a stream. Any people that could do it, I definitely agree with that. But there are it, these people exist, and we should be using them. Yeah. So you've got to like record them at that point, right? Like you've got to. Yeah, you need you like for that you need a staff of like three more people than they have right now. at least. Yeah. yeah. Constantly like like live editing, like setting up cutaways and yeah, exactly. Like that. But it it would be sick. You need like but... a whole fan, you know. 
like yeah, a, yeah. a production van for like a, a sports cast. But yeah, it's, and it would be it would be sick and possible. But, but yeah, yeah, like you you definitely would need you know people that aren't just retards, and you would definitely need like like at least an interesting game and an interesting matchup as well. And like it's a little bit different with with um with like Magic too because like it's not like there's not constantly just those lines of play or or anything like that like with football where you like you know, sometimes they can call out what's going to happen or you can see the formation, right? Like Magic's constantly changing especially based on luck and stuff. Yeah. It's definitely it's definitely a lot harder. It's just like the the technology is there, right? It's yeah. it's the yeah. matter of humans catching up to the technology. Yeah. Uh and uh, I'm just looking forward to the day where that happens, but first uh, you need so much more support like that's that's the other thing about streaming uh and AJTV and uh like event coverage you know like pro tour coverage and stuff is it was so new so recently like it's so still so young that we're basically just now figuring out how to properly monetize it and um get like a financial sort of feedback like support loop you know, where like, okay, so so when people first tried to monetize streaming, um, I was I was of the belief that basically, like sponsorships might come eventually, but for now we're basically stuck only with uh, Twitch TV's partner revenue share program. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, since I had an in with the guys at Twitch, uh. You know, I I was able to immediately, normally it takes like a big application process and you already need a big following and blah, blah, blah. I was able to get a partner for like me and five other people, you know, like Kibler and Martel and Louis Mm -hmm. and just everyone when we started. And I thought that that was like the way that it was going to be monetized. And then people came up with like really creative ways to do it, like uh, chip-in programs for um, sponsorships to events. And, uh, like, donation things. But some of them were so short-sighted and so, like, bubbly. You know, they're, like, they, they, they were just pushing a bubble that was, instead of trying to sort of build a system that could support itself. And so it was, it was actually, like, kind of scary for a couple months in there when basically the way that people the way that streamers were making money was like by begging for donations and having people just hand them money. Yikes. And that's, that's not like Kickstarter. That that's like not sustainable at all. Well, Kickstarter, Kickstarter to me is closer to chipping, right? Chipping is, uh, basically, uh, Kickstarter for like Kickstarters for projects and like inventions and stuff. Whereas chipping is more just like, Hey, we all want this thing, but we all can't individually have it. Let's each give a couple bucks and then somebody can have it. Mm. Um, so they had chip in for events. So it'd be like, all right, uh, I need a $300 chip in for a GP in two months. I'm going to stream five hours a day, five days a week up until that. And, you know, practicing for this event and then like they're supported by the community. And that was reasonable. I, I don't think that that's where we want to be, but that was uh, reasonable and forward thinking. Mm-hmm. To me, the thing that was like 
borderline destructive and really not where we want to be at all. The people that were just blatantly like, and they wouldn't even have Twitch partner, so they wouldn't even have the revenue share. They would just be directly asking for Moto product or dollars, like PayPal donations from directly from community members and Mm -hmm. for, you know, a burrito. And to me, that's not where we want to be. That's not sustainable. And it, it damages streaming as a whole because if one person loves streams, he can't give $5 to all 50 streamers that have over 200 viewers. That's just like an absurd amount of money for one person to give. So by sort of dialing back away from that, and Cedric is really leading the the way with this. Like Cedric and I have been talking on the side the whole time because mm-hmm. he's like, he jumped on board a little late, but then was like, yeah, streaming is awesome. I want to do this full time and I want to make it bigger and better and so on. So um, like I helped him get started and we've been working together and he's the one who basically brought sponsorships uh like corporate sponsorships into the the mix yeah now we have a sustainable income source that you can then take that money and a support yourself and b put that back into the stream and and like keep keep the money flowing through streaming rather than just you're a guy i'm a guy you give me five dollars and that's not that's not what you want to do. That's not how like, business is run. No, and you know what? It's funny because sponsorship is so important for all these sorts of medias, right? Because that's that's the most it's the most logical way for them to all stay, you know, stay afloat. I mean, like you're we in the podcast community understand that too. You know, like it there's there's money that it takes us to do these sorts of things, and you know, and to continue to do them well. And people's time is worth money, and you know, streaming is no different. And, and so absolutely, I think that, you know, Cedric has, has certainly approached it the right way. I mean, we've had discussions with him on the subject. He's talked about it here on the show. And like, absolutely, I agree with you. The, the corporate sponsorship is, is the future way to make this sustainable. Yeah. And, and Cedric coming in and sort of pushing that and like revolutionizing the way that streaming was monetized was so important because now that that is, the way that things are if you people that have the old sort of like give me money type of monetization have like less than 100 viewers whereas they used to have like because the people don't want to be begged for money but like having thing up there is so mutually beneficial for everyone involved like people need cards so now they know where they can buy cards and uh, the stores need exposure, and now they have a bunch of exposure. And streamers need uh, like regular income, like that reliable regular money coming in, and they have that from the sponsors. And so everyone is sort of coming up together instead of this zero sum type thing of again, I'm a guy, you're a guy, give me five dollars. Yeah, because if everybody's if everybody's winning towards positive effect, your your non zero point I think is relevant, right? Like if everybody is all winning then it's it's great for everybody but if in that you know hand me money model there's always a, a giver and a taker there's a winner and a loser instead of instead of just nash equilibrium and Inst- exactly instead of it just being sustainable for everybody it's awesome yeah so that's sick so 
Um, so that all being said, if if that's sort of the future and that's where we end up, then fantastic. What else do you see us potentially doing with streams in terms of content? All right, so I I have two things that I like know are either inevitabilities or things to work towards. Um, one that I'm actually about to announce and start doing is lessons. Uh, I think that that is a good way to sort of supplement your income from streaming. And that's something that I'm just stealing straight from StarCraft is like a StarCraft streamer who's really, really good, but can't, you know, constantly win tournaments and get paid can charge X dollars an hour and help someone get better at the game. And then the other way that it's by non-magic sponsorships, which hopefully will start at the pro tour level and trickle down. But again, from StarCraft, individual players being sponsored by individual companies that have nothing to do with StarCraft is like awesome and happens all the time. And I think that if Kibler starts, if Kibler's like breaking 2K, then that's a realistic thing. Wow. That's actually, you know what? Uh, that would be mind blowing, right? Like if we actually get from non, non magic stuff, that's crazy. Ryan Kibler brought to you by Samsung. Seriously. <laughs> More realistically, like Tiger Hats are us, but still pretty awesome. <laughs> so actually, it's funny that you should mention lessons, AJ. It's almost like, you know, you scripted this for me or whatnot. But um, so I actually have a bit of an announcement that I'm, I'm putting forth. By the time this goes live, uh, you guys may have seen it on Friday uh, on my stream. But um, so what's happening is, is I'm actually starting a brand new uh, stream weekly stream with column for legit MTG. So we talked about it last episode where I'm, you know, on a mission to day two GP Toronto. So I need to familiarize myself with modern format and well, shooting for the skies there. Hey, you know what? Listen, I'm, I'm going to date. No, come on, man. I'm a I'm casual sorry. scrub. I'm going to date to a GP. Damn it. And it's going to be in my hometown. <laughs> That's just going to happen. I know I'm good enough to date to a GP. I just need to know what I'm, I just got to get my head in the game. So I'm going to get my head in the game. So as a result, what I'm, what I'm doing is I'm also, of course, going to ask because it, you have to get proper coaching and get proper training and, and learn from the right people. So I'm going to have guests on my show periodically to, you know, help kind of counsel plays and, and maybe villain and whatnot. And, and AJ, would really? you, you, you join me for one of these episodes and, and share with me your, your ever flowing wisdom. <laughs> uh, sure. Nice. <laughs> we've got, uh, we've got a whole ton of crazy people lined up that have, that have agreed to do this. So I'm really, really excited about it. And, uh, and yeah, like you said, the lessons I think are amazing. And I, and I really hope that, you know, through this little contribution that I can at least show that it is going to be a worthwhile endeavor. Yeah. Because if at the end of all of this, I achieve my goal and God, who Maybe I top 64 the bitch. Who knows? Right? <laughs> you know? And if, if that's the way it all goes down, then, you know, obviously the lessons are worthwhile and yeah. totally worth the money. So, yeah, that's the exciting news. That's fantastic. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> Thanks, man. <sighs> Take it over. I'm going to day two the GP. Damn it. <laughs> Come on, man. You, got... you know what? It's... 
You got You got Listen, if I, if I, if, if I maintain smaller goals, they're more attainable. Okay. I mean, it's like, it's like polar opposites, right? Some people it's like, I need to absolutely aim for the tippy tippy top. And then like, I'll get, once I get over my frustration, I'll be contented with. And for other people, it's just like, I need these like baby steps goals that like, I can sort of gauge myself on properly and like feel accomplished for and stuff. So I get, I guess we're just different in that way. Well, yeah, you know what? I I would be really upset at myself if I if I shot really high and got you know didn't get there. Right, right. So I need to make sure that you know I set attainable goals. I mean, KYT is is definitely a better player than I am, and I mean he day twos half of his GPS and then sucks balls the next day. Um, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I can't expect to do any better than that off the gate. <laughs> but fair enough. So let's, we should like probably just address the elephant in the room and then we can talk about Magic Cup and then we can go into the fun stuff. But so for those of you that aren't on Twitter and maybe are just listening to us um, and not reading too many websites, there was a public statement released by Channel Fireball um, about one of their employees that is no longer working for them. Uh, Tristan, Sean Gregson? Yeah. Yeah. TSG. Uh, is no longer affiliated with Channel Fireball. Uh, apparently, there was um, there was a lot of facts that were released uh, from Channel Fireball side in terms of police involvement and so on and so forth. Uh, suffice it to say that it's not a very good split for anybody. Um, there's some some interesting points presented. Uh, a nice culmination was gathered for uh, 20 tweets this week, um, so you guys could check that out. Uh, Thoughts and opinions on this, guys. Like Jay, you want to chime in first on this? Since sure. It was your topic. Since Scott didn't really tell you guys what happened, Tristan Scott Gregson stole like a hundred million <laughs> cards from Channel Fireball, <laughs> and then and then changed the name on his eBay account, and then tried to sell them with his name still attached to the eBay account. Those are those are the facts that were put forth. Like whether or not he stole it, whether or not I don't know. Like I'm not. I watch a lot, a lot in order. And I'm just going on the facts that were put forth in the article released by Channel Fireball. So maybe he didn't do it. Maybe he did. I don't give a shit. 50 of the top four cards of uh, Avacyn Restored. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, man. Like, the whole Twitter community just like, oh, it's just so weird and gross. I think it's, like, so... Our community's so weird. Like, I don't want to make AJ You're weird mad. and gross. Because I honestly make AJ mad. It's just belligerent and angry. But, like, the big deal is, like, I understand LSV being hurt because it appears as though TSG was his like personal friend. So it'd be the same thing as if like KYT came to my house and then like walked out with my cube or, you know, my thousand dollar blade deck or something like that would be, I'd be heartbroken. Right. But like, I don't imagine that other people would also be heartbroken just to jump on the white knight bandwagon. Like that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, well, he was, he was so annoying. Like, and then, and then, sorry to cut you off, but like, and, and, and then like, and then, like, no one, everyone just wants to pussyfoot around that fucking topic, and no one wants to talk about it. And then if someone's like, nice fucking job, idiot, you sold your fucking works product from your personal eBay account, everyone is like, hey, that's, don't say that shit. And, and, and like, and, like, I, I mean, I can understand, like... Saying, stand, you're upset and angry, and you don't have to, like, make, like, personal attacks, and, like, yeah, it's probably not super intelligent that he did this, but, like, 
You could still call this guy out for being a piece of shit garbage motherfucker. Could you not? And like, what's the issue? What is the... That you're, just, like, <laughs> I think the part that you're missing is that he was actually like a fairly beloved community member. But like, but isn't that even worse? Like, um, if, if some guy's a piece of shit, or even just a regular guy, like a Tom Martell, <laughs> like if Tom Martell rips someone off, half the community is going to be like, yeah, that guy was a fucking troll piece of shit anyway, who cares? And the other half will be like, wow, that's crazy, and it sucks, and ah. But right, like, but like Martell, Martell was a bad example, because he's like a kind of controversial character, right? right? Like, TSG was just kind of a lovable oaf. But that's what I mean, isn't it worse then? Like, are like a more a more apt comparison would be if Evan was caught doing something like this. Sure. Mm, like yeah. he was he was like a face of the company that really isn't controversial in any way. He's just like he's just doing his own thing. He knows he's you know not Luis Scott Vargas, but he produces solid content and yeah. regular content, and people recognize him and like what he does and love what he does and. That's what I mean. Uh, like, should you be more angry at that guy? Well, no, because he he's like someone you care about as a community member. But you don't it, or he tricked you into caring about him. He tricked you. I mean, you don't you don't know what his his deal is. Like, I I think that it, you're you're assuming that he's like some sociopath that's like s- conning everyone and like stealing from his friends. When like realistically, this. I mean, I don't think it could have been an understanding from a misunderstanding from the facts laid out, but like, yeah, maybe maybe he's got some like serious cash crunch or something and couldn't think of another way out. Like, yeah, like, th- like there are was- circumstances that you can like put your put if you put yourself in his shoes into those circumstances, you could understand like you can have empathy for this guy just because he like this oh, yeah. something stupid. For sure. Like I, I was I was reading the article thinking the entire time, like, and then we traced the IP through Geneva, which <laughs> led to like a which led to the uh, like a heist that happened in two thousand six and brought us to this like and then a snitch, a CI did, trade. The announcement did read for, like that. Yeah, the it did. Like, definitely I, read like that. Like I was reading it and I was on the edge of my seat, like just nose touching my computer screen, like, who's snitch? Who's the fucking snitch on this? Oh, you're not fucking qualified. You are not fucking qualified to be a snitch. Oh, ooh. And it didn't. At the end, it was just like, and then he won't return our calls. The like, end. And it was, you know what? Like, to be totally, a felony. Yeah, like, to be, to be totally. I wouldn't want to return my boss's calls either if I just felonied him. Well, that's what I'm talking about. So this is, understand. I understand. No. It's a new verb, sorry. Yeah. Felony them. Felony the fuck out of that guy. Holy shit. Um, so understandable that this guy was like this weird sociopathic, like, put this face on and everyone is beloved and blah, blah, blah. But like, to me, that makes it even worse. Like, you put in so much time and effort and like work into this facade. That makes it more stupid, not more despicable. But like, I don't know, man. It's like it's like if you found out your wife was having like was one of those weird people that has like two families. Like that's like <laughs> so much worse than if she just like, got drunk and fucked the guy. It's actually nothing like that at all. <laughs> but then, like, like, like I feel I I don't know TSD, so I feel like like it's a giant like elaborate ruse where he like he was just like where he like wove together this web of of like. 
sexual malice. I don't. <laughs> <It's> my, like, <laughs> you know, does that make sense? No, not even no. remotely. <laughs> Like, I understand what you're trying to say. It's like, it's so much worse than he just stole cards and sold them, you know, like a couple cards or whatever. It's like, no, he created this elaborate system (laughs) of theft and resale. You know, I get it. Like, I I hear what you're trying to say. It's just, it's so, it comes off so much worse. You're also giving him, like, a lot of credit credit? for no real reason. Like, this was a really dumb crime. Even, like... (laughs) On both sides of it, right? <laughs> a, it wasn't executed well at all. Yeah. Like, why would you steal the cards that are going to be noticed when they're gone, sell it on an eBay account that used to be tied to your name and is still tied to an email, atta- email account that's tied to your name, and sell them, like, all immediately at once in a public place? Like, yeah, like... it was just a very poorly executed crime. And then on the other side, it's also stupid because, like, he had a career yeah and like like, a a brand and like a job that is awesome and that would last him for as long as he wanted to do it well and that's yeah and everyone was saying too like the amount of the cards was only about like 5k as i was gonna say he he needed 4k that badly that like i don't know to pay for something something is weird right like this guy a lot of money all of a sudden, I don't think, like, again, I don't know, but I don't, it's like, no. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something is weird. I don't know. I don't know the guy. I think that it was really dumb, obviously, and, like, I, I'm sorry that it happened because it's really bad for the community, and it obviously looks horrible for Channel Fireball, and I feel bad for Luis and everyone else that's there that was impacted by this. But let's get to the real uh, important outcome here, which is that... Who's his other family? Magic TV... (laughs) Magic TV is now going to be hosted by Matt Sperling and Tom Martell. Which is like, maybe even I'll watch it. Yeah. That's like... That's awesome. If you watched uh, the Tom's stream when Sperling was trolling him in there... Oh my god, and he was like, yeah, we just, uh, we lost a real game, like a really nail-biter. Like, we just... Yeah. yeah, Martel yeah. leaves the room. Martel leaves the room, and Sperling comes in. He's like, Tom's like, here, Matt, play for me. He's like, all right. And he goes over. He scoops game one instantly. Just insta scoops game one to mull into the mill deck, and and to sideboard into mill. <laughs> and like they lose a long drawn out game after like a bunch of really unfortunate draws and like really good draws by the opponent, and then Tom's just like, oh man, I think we're gonna lose. Like let's go to ga- game two or go, go to game three. And that's like, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's awesome. But I I think that they're going to be awesome for Magic TV. And honestly, like, completely separate from... uh, Again, because I don't know the guy and I don't know the situation. It's all unfortunate, blah, blah, blah. But I actually... Being somebody who wasn't TSG's target audience at all, I'm not going to miss his content that much. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, half the reason that I tuned into Magic TV was either to watch LSV talk about something relevant or to see Tom Martell on the show anyway. Yeah, I mean, I would only watch... I think I only watched episodes with Luis. Yeah. And, like, maybe a couple others because of the other person in it. Like, it was, you know, Chapin or somebody that was really entertaining and smart. But, like, I, I didn't watch that show for TSG. No. It actually saddened me that uh, 
He's Canadian. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Yes. I hate him even more now. You you go to your other family and fuck off, TSG. <laughs> <laughs> you stay in America with your American family. <laughs> so bad. All right, so World Magic Cup is happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You didn't my like you didn't like my live on the scene coverage of the scenario. It was really good. No, actually, I, it's it's totally awesome. But I think there's only so many times that we can tell him to fuck off and go back to his other family before it gets just tired. So let's move on to something else and preserve the humor of it. We need to we need to get Jay in a helicopter so we can throw it to yeah. him on like, the scene. Hi, hey, Bob. Yeah. Jay, what's going on out there? Hey, he's got like the report of TSG trying to break her to get back to his family. <laughs> yeah, like seeking asylum in Sweden and shit. Oh, God. So here we are in the helicopter floating over his house. Yeah. Oh, there he goes. You can see the Leafs jersey. He's making a break for it. Yeah. Oh, and he's down. They got him. They got him good, Scott. <laughs> Oh, and what's this? Oh, there seems to be there seems to be a fight breaking out on the sidewalk. It it looks like it's two women. Oh, wait, sorry, I'm getting word that they're both claiming to be his wife. <laughs> oh God! The street is littered with bonfires. <laughs> There's a bonfire? No. <laughs> So anyway, you can talk about the World Magic Cup now. Now we can? Every single time I, I have to second-guess myself whether I'm saying World Magic Cup or the other one that we're not allowed to say. Which is what? Magic World Cup. Allowed to say Magic World Cup? There's a difference? Yeah, like World Cup is like trademark or something. Like oh. You can't something oh. Like I didn't know that. That's why it's the World Magic Cup and not the Magic World Cup, which sounds way better. Like the WWE and the WWF, that's stupid. <laughs> all right. Well, so uh, all of the teams are finally in town, as I understand it. And uh, we're looking to go for... out. Is the tournament over when this goes out? Yeah. Congratulations, USA! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, second place to the Japanese. Oh, yeah. come on! Canada in third. Canada's team's actually sweet. I know. I know. <laughs> Not as sweet as ours, but it, well, it, no. Well, it's it's tough when you've got you know like the second Hall of Fame shoe in, yeah. plus the Hall of yeah. Famer, <laughs> and some other guy that's going to do what he's told. Players in the world or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Plus, Kibler is. Uh, oh, sorry. Kibler has also been training, as he told us on his his episode for uh, that special invitational or whatever uh, with. Finkel. So, like, Kibler's probably playing pretty well right now, I would imagine. Uh, for the Players' Championship? <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. That's so, a sweet tournament. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I have to tell you, like, as ridiculous as I think that tournament sounded in premise upon release, when you look at the people that are actually playing in that Invitational, or the cha Players' Championship, it's, you're right, it's going to be some pretty stupid magic. I think it's going to be really sick to watch. Yeah. I mean, half the field is, like, unbelievable best players ever legends. Yeah. And yeah. the other half are, like, I mean, I don't want to say half, because there, there are a couple duds, but. 
there uh there's definitely gonna be a lot of cool magic. As for as for the World Magic Cup, uh I just found Brian Kibler's tweet from yesterday, which the tournament starts tomorrow, and the tweet is from our first evening working together in person as Team USA, we have determined that none of us understand the tournament structure. Yeah. <laughs> USA. USA. <laughs> oh, goodness. He's also going to be giving out Soul Forge demos between rounds. <laughs> His focus is 100% in this, right? Oh, um, yeah. He's 100% focused. He's got his eye on the prize. That prize being like a quarter million dollars for Soul Forge. Right, exactly. I was going to say, Soulforge is probably more profitable for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, I mean, he he works like crazy at Gen Con because he has uh, Ascension and Soulforge and like some other project, and now he's playing also. Yeah. Like most of the time at Gen Con, I'll like, you know, go to dinner with him or whatever and not see him for the rest of the time. And I only at Gen Con, I only hang out in Magic area. I only play Magic. I don't. I'm not interested in like you know the board games or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I literally would never see him in the Magic area because he was always working on his other stuff. So, so why aren't you there this year? <sighs> yeah, me too. Like, all right. So, um, there's all these championship tournaments, right? which are supposedly really sweet, but they're actually awful and have just gotten worse and worse and worse every single year. Uh, like, two years ago, I top-aided Vintage Worlds. It was, like, 150 people or whatever, and entry fee was, like, 30 bucks, you know, plus a fraction of your Gen Con badge, plus a fraction of your travel there, blah, blah, blah. So it's, like, pretty expensive tournament, plus it's vintage. So yeah. The deck is ridiculous, yeah. One or two percent chance your deck gets stolen because there's just a million thieves, and then you're mm-hmm. out like five k. Yeah, but uh, and I top eight it, Vintage Worlds, and I'm like, yeah, I did it. And then I got pretty unlucky to lose, and they gave me sixty five dollars worth of product <laughs> and sent me on my way. Nice. Don't worry, it's only the World Championships of this format, but. Yeah, the, those tournaments are all way worse, and, uh, like, I don't even know if they're... Do- they didn't do PTQs last year, and I don't know if they're doing them this year, but, like, they stopped doing PTQs. The championship tournaments are all worse, and this is all to make room for, uh, like, Nationals last year and the World Magic Cup this year, mm-hmm. which, like, I played Nationals last year, and so I didn't get to play Block Champs or Legacy Champs or Vintage Champs, because they all overlapped. Yes. And then this year, I'm not qualified for the relevant tournament, so why would I go? Mm-hmm. And it's expensive, and it's far away, and also, I I have to admit, I was kind of going to go, but every time I'm in Indy, uh, my friends from Chicago make me go visit them in Chicago, and I just broke up with a girl from Chicago, so I don't really want to go to Chicago. All right. So the truth is, is that you don't want to see the girl from Chicago, so you're not going to Gen Con. That's really all that matters, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Blubbering baby. It's fine. It's it's okay. <laughs> if you man up and own it, it's less bitchy. It's more... It's more <laughs> 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 seeing, seeing Drill would have been an excuse to go to Gen Con, and I no longer have that excuse available to me. All right. That's fair. So what about next year? 
Um, I can't imagine. <laughs> unless unless something about Gen Con changes, uh, I don't see myself going. Again, because I don't really do Gen Con-y things. I just go sure. there. Like, my memories of Gen Con were, like, six years ago when I was first starting. Mm-hmm. I would just grind and, like, round all the tournaments. Yeah. And that's how I would make my money to pay my way for the next four months in, while I was in high school. Right, right, right. That's no longer the case. Like, that, it's not profitable that way anymore. And also, it was like I used to be able to drive there, and now I have to fly there. And yeah, it's awkward. Not worth it. Well, I think uh, it's pretty safe bet that I'll be going next year. I, I hear so many people just, like, ranting and raving about just meeting everybody and doing the community thing. Like we all haven't done the whole meeting everybody being a grinder for how long thing that you have. So for me, it's like being able to actually meet all of these people that I see on Twitter and talk to all, you know, all my virtual friends, as we put it is like totally worth it. You know, your friends aren't actually virtual. They're real. They're just, you know, yeah, yeah I get it. Okay. So they're not really virtual friends, because I know some people that have virtual friends, and that's that's a whole other thing you don't want to get into. All right, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> since we're drawing that line, yeah, okay. <laughs> I've, I, I, I get on board with that. That's fine. Plus, it, the fact that it's in Indy, like, there's a lot of people that I know from the area that I really enjoy hanging out with. So for me, it's it's that opportunity to go and do that. Going for the times is definitely worth it. Oh, also, Patrick Sullivan, who usually works there, because... Um, he designs Zoe. billion games. Yeah. So Jonathan well, yeah. usually works at the, the WoW booth. He yeah. is not going this year. So mm. I really just, like, I was looking for an excuse to go, and they were all just failing me. So. Well, you should come next year. I might. All right. We'll, we'll have we'll to talk. See. We'll talk about it. Okay. All right. So, uh, so all of that's going down. Everybody's having a good time out there. Uh, I understand that there is some monstrous booze cubing happening right now while we speak, which is pretty outstanding. Jay, I hope it's fun. Yeah, I hope people don't screw it up. I just like every time I hear about other people booze cubing, I just can't imagine that they're having as much fun as they. I, <laughs> I think the only other person that uh, that I can think of on Twitter or that we know of that would actually probably booze cube correctly, it's aside from obviously the booze cube. And yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's heavy metal, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, probably, that yeah. guy booze keeps properly. Because, like, oh man, the Calgary guys are such losers. Like, <laughs> like no, no offense to wow. the Calgary guys, because now they're going to stab me at Phoenix. But, but, like, every time I talk to those guys, I'm like, oh man, talking about the booze cube, et cetera. And they're just like, how does that even work? Don't you just get, like, that sounds stupid. You just get, like, so drunk right away, and then, like, and then you're just like, meh, meh, and you're like, what? Have you ever drank ever in your life? Like, do you, are you the guy that has, like, a beer and then dies? Like, is that, are you, what are you talking about? And then they're like, oh, that doesn't sound like very much fun. Like, you just, it's so stupid. You just get drunk, and then, and then, and then ugh, like, what do you, then what do you do? I'm like, uh, I don't know. I guess it's stupid. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I guess we won't be booze cubing. I think you guys need to do a live cast of the Booze Cube and have me sober commentate. <laughs> oh, that would be so insane. <laughs> no, no, that would be sweet. But you what? would just you would just be rude, I bet. GP yeah, Tor- really GP, GP Toronto. <laughs> come, yeah, come, come to GP, GP Toronto. Toronto. We'll do it. We'll do it. That's so far and not Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Japan's pretty close. You're right. <laughs> we I could all go it. to we could all go to Japan and do like a sake cube. Oh man. Dude, the Japanese people 
<laughs> they they love to drink at tournaments. They just get rowdy. It's insane. Kenji is like the smallest, most like he is a miniature person, right? And the dude drinks more than anyone I've ever seen. It's insane. <laughs> so speaking of like drinking trips with the Japanese, you guys are. Like, <laughs> I you've got, got one. stories of this one. Like you've, yeah. you've got one coming up, right? Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm. Shuhei, like today, Shuhei posted on Facebook that he was going to Vegas, and so I asked him when and like, you know, what his plans were. He's like, I don't know, I'm just going for vacation, and gave me the dates, and so I booked him. <laughs> wow, <laughs> must be nice. Literally any excuse. Um, you went with him one of their two previous times, right? Where yeah. I think you tweeted about him writing an article at. At the tables? Yes. <laughs> it was incredible. He, um, they said, okay, so we're in L.A. for the GP the week before, and then we're going to Vegas from there. And, um, the week after, or maybe two weeks after, is, uh, a Japanese GP. And so Shuhei's like, all right, so, like, we're going to go to Vegas, and then you're coming to Japan, right? And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> come on you have to come to japan it's like dude i can't afford it he's like but we're going to vegas so you'll be able to afford it okay uh no i, I can't he's like and he said this whole conversation was so funny because it's so not japanese you know it's just like so <laughs> out of character for them to for a japanese person to like be like this but he goes how much money do you need to make in vegas to go to japan <laughs> And so I pulled a number out of my ass that I thought was just, like, unattainable for how long we were going to be there and how much I planned on playing and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I don't know, 2K. And he's like, $2,000? Like, yeah, he's like, all right, I'm holding you to that. Which, again, <laughs> is the least Japanese thing to say ever. Yeah. I'm holding you to that. That's not a sentence. They don't yeah. have words for that. <laughs> yeah. So, sure enough, uh, <laughs> we're, I'm like, I'm, like, down a little in my first session. In my second session, we're playing at the win. I end up playing for, like, 12 hours. And by the end, I had accumulated a stack of a lifetime. Like, I just went on a run. It was unbelievable. And so he, while I was looking the other way without telling me, snapped a picture of me with my, like, stacks on stacks. With <laughs> the fan, the, like, wad fanned out of $100 bills. In front of me, and me looking the other way, because I didn't catch him taking this picture, until a little later, I went on Twitter, and he tweeted the picture, and in Japanese said, Guys, it's amazing! AJ's so good at poker! Now he's coming to Japan! He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't believe it, aren't you guys excited to see AJ? And then the next tweet was like him adding all, like, all of the Japanese people that I'm like good friends with. <laughs> wow Saito at uh, Naoki Shimizu just like are you guys excited to see AJ like he's so good at poker this is amazing and obviously I'm like trying to bail out of this cause like I need this money <laughs> and I'm just like no I can't he's, he's like I can't believe that you're uh, like betraying me like this wow <laughs> 
So him and Ben SW, who we were there with, uh, it was like me, Ben, Shuhei, and his friend Tanaka. And ben and Shuhei started an internet campaign against me. <laughs> Hashtag, like, AJ's a traitor, tweeting to all of the Japanese people and English, you know, like, Ben was doing the English and Shuhei was doing the Japanese, and just like, everyone retweet this! They got, like, 50 retweets of... <laughs> Picture, the same picture of me with all my chips in front of me with like a big big red X through me. <laughs> so you ended up going to Japan? No! That's I'm terrible. A it's terrible. <laughs> I, I, I kept coming up with like really childish ways to get out of it too. I was just like, no, I, I said I'd go to GP Nagoya, but not necessarily this GP Nagoya. <laughs> what, a, what a scummy. Yeah. Hey, man. Gotta pay the bills. It's tough. Yeah, it's a rough life. Into that because two thousand dollars. I did not think I was gonna make two thousand dollars. That's like that was like that would be like you saying that you wanted to win GP Toronto instead of day twoing it. All right, <laughs> right. And accidentally achieving your goal. Just accidentally. Whoops! I won it. <laughs> How long did it take you to win that AJ? Like. Uh, just, um, well, like, that session, I was up a little under 3K in, like, wow. 12 hours. Wow. And if, that's, if that doesn't sound impressive to you, this is at 1-3. This isn't too... Yeah. That's pretty crazy then, at that limit, right? Yeah. Wow. I I was definitely uh, shocked. And, and again, this I had this conversation with Shuhei, like, the Friday before at the GP, so I didn't even think he remembered. Meanwhile, while I'm looking the other way and tweeting. <laughs> Not even... That's the best part, is he wasn't like, AJ, you're coming to Japan now. Tweeted, AJ's coming to Japan now. <laughs> the Japanese. He turned everyone against me. <laughs> so, uh, KYT, you're going down too? Yeah, I'm going down in two weeks. Uh, we'll be getting to meet Revised Angel, so that's going to be pretty nice. But going down, oh, is that where she lives? Yeah, which is pretty oh. crazy. She lives in Vegas. It's crazy. I thought she was from the south. <laughs> Somebody say that she must have moved there. I don't know. She was born in Texas. She uh, moved up to moved Vegas. up. Ooh, geez, yeah. look at that. Everyone talks about her accent, so maybe that's why you you think that. But yeah. Hopefully meeting her doesn't suck. <laughs> That's my hopes for you. <laughs> Maybe I'll meet TSG's second family, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll be on the Maybe you'll be on the first episode of the TLC show. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Sorry, Scott. Oh. My three families. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys have to Hook up then. If you're going to be on the same week, like that's going to be absurd. There must be dinner, right? Yeah. AJ, are you spending? Do you spend most of your time playing poker, shows, bars, drinking? What What do you spend most of your time doing in Vegas usually? Ninety nine percent poker, one percent all you can eat sushi. <laughs> <laughs> that seems just, like you're doing it's it just right. all you can eat sushi. Just <laughs> yeah. I like I. Um. Do you guys know Christian Keith? Nope. 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 Okay, super awesome magic guy. He's just like won a couple PTQs. Doesn't really play that seriously. But he's like one of my favorite humans and he lives there and he's like a total hipster. So 
he showed me all the like awesome places to eat that no one knows about. Nice. Okay. And so I just like am obsessed with the food there now. I mean, shows don't really interest me. I just want to play cards. You don't want to go see <laughs> see Celine Dion? <laughs> no. She's a national treasure. You hold your tongue, sir. <laughs> you don't want to see like like Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> you don't I don't know. One of them, one of them got eaten. I don't know. I saw Penn and Teller. Nice. And I almost saw Cirque du Soleil. Ooh. One of their like five shows they have there. Yeah. And that's. That's the, those are the I almost saw one of the shows. That's did you like Teller? I saw I saw the picture you posted on on Facebook of you uh, with them with Penn. I think yeah, that was awesome. Their show was great, and also when I was there with Shuhei, that was the first week of the World Series of Poker, and which is probably why I was able to make so much because just all the fish come out. But um, we got to watch Dave Williams in his final table of the tournament that he won in 2006 nice. or whatever. That's cool. Or like baby horse tournament or baby stud tournament. And that was really cool. Andy Block gave me a starburst. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, uh, can I have one of them starbursts? Yeah, yeah. sure. <gasps> he came over and he's like, you guys want a starburst? To, you know, the, his friends or fans, whatever. And they were all like, no, no, we're fine. And he turns to me and Ben, he's like, you guys want a Starburst? And Ben's like, no, I'm good. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, I want a Starburst Andy Block. And so <laughs> uh, they were like, no, we don't want to take your Starburst. You have to play. He's like, no, 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 it's fine. And he walks back over to his chair, grabs his little backpack, comes back over and opens it, and there's just like eight things of Starburst. Like, just like boxes of Starburst. <laughs> <laughs> fine, really, you can have one. You're a weird dude, Andy Block. <laughs> man, you're a fucking weird dude, man. Give me my full tilt money back. Be <laughs> awkward. AJ, so where do you like to play the most? Uh, you mentioned the win, I think. Yes. You won the big time money. The win is, it's awesome because the rake is really low and it's 1-3, uh, so you can actually make money. 1-2, it's just like the games aren't as very good. But also, it's like, a super nice room. Because yeah. the win is brand new. The win is only, yeah. like, seven years old. They just built that casino. So it doesn't reek like cigarette smoke like every other place does. <laughs> yeah, I'll make sure to check it out. Last time, I, I just didn't... Uh, the first time I went, I went with my family. So I basically <laughs> snuck out and really Not late to play. Um, and didn't really go... I went to the Mirage. Um, there were some places that just have really small rooms like we stayed at treasure island and their room is like nothing <laughs> yeah it's like uh the win and the venetian are like the two places everyone should go check out okay i'll definitely do that and i plan to watch like uh now that you said that it was a good show i do plan to watch pen and Teller this time which i didn't get a chance to do my other two previous awesome. they're really also, I don't know if you know this, but KYT is also a fledgling magician, <laughs> not just of the cardboard variety. I was going to say, I, I knew that. That's why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he actually is, is like, you know, real magic. <laughs> like, like illusionist uh, style I thought, magic. You, I thought you meant literally real magic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a wizard. Illusionist. Yeah. yeah whatever. <laughs> so... 
<laughs> That's awesome. Their show is really cool. You should definitely see it. All right. I'm going to check it out for sure. So where are you staying, KYT, this time? Uh, my friend. So the first time I went with my family, we stayed at the Treasure Island. The second time went with a bunch of high school friends. Uh, we stayed at the Luxor. And this time, uh, going with some college friends, two co- two college friends of mine, um, and we're staying at the Bellagio. So nice, nice. EM just tweeted, "Holy crap! Japanese national team is cabbing it from Washington D.C. to Indy to make it." Yeah, on- yeah, it's like a thousand dollar cab. I saw them tweeting about it. What? That's insane. They just like. Get the wrong city? Like, yeah, like, I guess. I think I read the Mr. Connection at, in, like, some... Uh, they landed in D.C., right? Yeah, they landed in D.C. and couldn't get to Indy. So. <laughs> wow. That's a blowout. So, uh, speaking of blowouts... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm really good at this. <laughs> I do this for, for a weekly living, you see. Uh... AJ, I understand that we were talking previously, uh, you know, before the show, and you had indicated that you've got, like, oh, wait, fuck, I can't go to you first. Jay, blowouts. You have a <laughs> scumbag story you want to talk about? <laughs> that was perfect. I totally almost blew that. <laughs> it was so almost... It's... Jay, don't worry. I'm going to left you hanging. <laughs> yeah. Just, you'll just be like, no, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't know what gave you that impression. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, no, I sort of have a scumbag story. Uh, so I was, I was playing FNM last week, and I was playing, uh, like, Blue-White Delver um, with Geists and good cards, and I 5-0'd, and it was fun. And uh, I'm playing Adrian, my friend Adrian, in the second round, and he was pretty mad That's at me. Fun. What? A, the A in AJ stands for Adrian. Oh. I wasn't playing AJ soccer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so so I'm playing, and... And uh, he's playing, like, green-white ramp, and so he, like, I have one card in hand, and he has no cards in hand, and he's, like, dead on board. He has one out, and it's a it's a miracle, um, it's a miracle, what's that card called? Entreat the Angels? It's a miracle Entreat the Angels. That's all he can, he can do to, like, maybe get somewhere. And he fucking, he, of course, draws it, and he, in his excitement, he's like, it's a miracle! And he slams it down, and then he taps all of his mana, and then he goes for, like, he says, like, he, he like, taps all his mana, and then he's, like, super excitedly, like, counting his mana to be, like, this is how much it's for. And I just showed him mana leak, right? And he's like, ah. And then he goes, well, wait, you didn't give me enough time to declare what the value of X was. And I'm like, I'm like, no, I, like, I, I mean, it's true, like, I didn't, but, like, come on, man, like, you slam tapped all your mana, you showed your spell, and then you went four and started counting your mana as, like, you you knew what you were doing, and I understand, like, it's upsetting when, you know, you miracle and then somebody just leaks you, but, you know, whatever. And then he's, like, he's, like, furious. He's, like, so upset with me, so upset with me. And I'm, like, I'm not pushing it. He's my friend. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to scumbag him, but for sure, he's, like, he, he, he's in, like, we're both kind of in the wrong, but for sure, he knows what the deal is. And, uh, and so then he's just, like, getting upset, and he, like, scoops up his card, he's like, fine, whatever. And I'm like, well, like, if you, okay, this is how it works. If you miracle that entreat, you win. So it doesn't matter if you've scooped your cards or not. 
because if you if 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 that resolves and you pay for the mana leak, you get like a hundred million angels. I have no cards in hand and I have no wraths in the sideboard of this deck. Like you, I can't beat that. And if I leak it, then you lose. It's not like I leak it and then you have two or three turns. Like this is so. Just take your win. It's fine. He's like, no, no, it's fine. I already scooped my cards. But it's fine. And then like so, the judge. Comes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what's happening? Why is everyone yelling? <laughs> and, and so I like tell him the story, and then like he immediately he's like, no, that's not what happened. You like snap flashed your your mentally, and I didn't get to clear X, and and blah blah. blah. And I'm like, well, like yeah, I was a little fast on the mentally, and you were a little excited on the miracle. Like I was like, and I told the judge, I'm like, I don't care if he gets the win, it's fine. I told him to take it, and he's like, no, I already scooped my cards. Just whatever, go to game two, go to game two. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then of course like. He mulls to five game two, and I just like snap keep and crush him, and like he's mad at me, and I'm like, oh, this is the worst. I'm not supposed <laughs> to scumbag my friends, and I didn't even mean to scumbag you, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's, oh, and that's it was the worst. <laughs> that was a really that was a really Canadian scumbag story. Yeah, it wasn't like you know. Has <laughs> it I, ended with both both, both players been like, no, you win, no, you win, yeah, I don't yeah, care, you win. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am sure glad that you went first. <laughs> we got a doozy on top, do we? <laughs> Daddy of scumbag stories. <laughs> so, there's this guy who shall remain nameless. Come on. I, I literally cannot. This isn't my story to tell, so. Oh, okay. So then it should be even easier to say his name. <laughs> um, so, scumbag guy uh, is, like, kind of homeless, I guess. He, like, doesn't have a place to stay, and he's, like, kind of stranded. So, really nice girl has an extra room in her place and is like, you can crash here for a while until you, like, figure your shit out. Right. Oh my god. Chris Macaroni? Oh my god, it's Chris Macaroni. <laughs> Carry on, there please. So, uh, scumbag guy <laughs> lives at her house and, like, you know, uses her stuff and... Like, shaves with a razor and shit. Yeah, yeah and <laughs> not paying any rent. Yeah. And, like, contributing at all. And not, like, looking for a place to stay. He's just, like, completely burning off this girl. And, um... Also, it should be mentioned that he doesn't bathe. Oh, God. Oh, God, sweet. Yeah, which just adds so much to this entire story. If you just keep it in the back of your mind that this man does not clean himself. This is going to end up with funky genitalia somewhere, man. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm pretty sure he's also really fat. <laughs> so he sweats a lot is what you're saying? This is enough that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look back on the text where this person told me this story. I'm going to make sure that this person is fat. Because I don't want to call <laughs> scumbag the shit fat if he's not fat. Like, I'll call you up on a national podcast, but I will not mislabel you a fat person. <laughs> that would be bullying and hateful. <laughs> He's very fat. I can't give you his exact measurements because it's <laughs> but this dude is huge and He's doesn't. A, He's okay. a sweaty fat boy. Yeah. So 
this guy is just, like, completely barnering off this girl and not doing anything of worth. And somehow they start dating despite all of this. What? <laughs> Inexplicable, I know, but you'll have to bear with me because this is true. So they start dating, and he, like, she has a collection. And so he's always, like, borrowing her cards to play in these tournaments. And <laughs> this guy is actually a scumbag. Yeah, yeah, he's just like the biggest barnacle ever. And they start dating, and he is just constantly cheating on her, like, all the time, including with, like, girls' relatives? Uh... Yeah, so... Okay, hold on. So, this girl can't be a catch, right? (laughs) No, she is. She's totally awesome. No, but, okay, but, yeah, she's got a really nice personality. No, but, like, so is this guy just unreal charming? Is she terribly desperate, or, like, um, what's, what's the story? It's because more... there's something really missing here, yeah, Jay. No, like, I'm not, I'm not saying you're lying to us. I'm just saying no, 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 there's just... a huge piece of this that's missing. I didn't believe it either. It's just that, like, she has some issues. Okay. She's actually right. a total catch and is awesome, but she just has, like, some self-esteem stuff, I guess. All right, sure. So she's hot and she just doesn't know it. Uh, sh- yeah, basically. Sure, okay. Um, and... So, so, maybe she just likes fat guys. I don't know. Could <laughs> be Chubby Chaser. That's a thing. I, it's That's fine. pretty common. It's common. It's Body okay. Order, you know? Yeah, like, you smell like cheese. <laughs> yeah. Gets so, me hot. Sexy, man. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like cheating on her constantly, and with her family members. Yeah. Yes, and she's just like this is not okay. You're like staying at my house rent free. Like I want you. I've wanted you out. You know, for a while. Like I expected you to only be here for a short time, and he's just like, nope. I'm gonna keep living here and using all just, this. Just and, nope. Yeah, uh, no, I kind of like things the way they are, so I'm going to leave them like that. Suck uh, on that. Finally, um, they go to this tournament and separately. I think it was like uh, she was somewhere else, and so they both like happened to go to this tournament. Maybe they had just broken up. I'm not sure. But guy or girl is playing in this tournament, and sees this other girl a couple tables over playing with her cards in oh God. her sleeves. Oh, God. oh my God. And, uh, like, confronts her, and he's like, yeah, she's like, yeah, I got him from this guy, and it's him. Oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Either they had just broken up, or they broke up because of that, I don't remember, but, like, the, the guy finally gets out and takes her entire collection with him. Oh. Wow, that's a real person. I'm glad you went first, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, the scumbag. You have to tell us who that is. I, I literally am not allowed to. <sighs> Who's the girl? Um... I'll tell you personally who the girl is, but not on not on 
right. Well, if you, our listeners at least would love the reaction. So you just type it in the chat, and we won't say it. I don't think you know her. Well, that's fine. Somebody might, as in Jay or, or KYT. KYT, maybe. He knows a ton of people. As we all click the link. <laughs> huh. I'm mind blown. <laughs> so. Wow. Really? That's yeah. so crazy. That's so crazy. That is so crazy. Wow. But <laughs> she, at least she's done with it, and, like, her friends all, like, gave her a bunch of cards and stuff. She didn't even get her cards back? No. Like, she didn't get, uh. Oh, that's right. Oh, wow. Man, that's, so, that's so crazy. Wow. <laughs> I think, I can't believe I just left the eight speechless. <laughs> so here we are, like all of us quickly trying to digest as much about yeah. this person as we can, <laughs> yeah. trying to determine like how much of this is actually, oh. I'm trying to figure out like which oh, one of, which it... one of TSG's wives this is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. This, this girl like yeah, she see yeah, she seems totally cool and awesome. Yeah, like I'm actually like very close to dating her. Oh, see look uh, at that. What what is there's your scumbag story. It's just a setup. It's a it's a it's a match. The scumbag name. story is that AJ hired this baby. Yeah, hired the dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so he could come in and, like, be the, the, the sweet, you know, hero sweep in. Oh, I'm so sorry you dealt with all of that. Because <laughs> that's because I need that, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's the only way I would ever get a woman. Yeah, it's true, yeah. yeah. That's what we're saying here, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's an insane scumbag story. That guy needs to be, like, dragged out into the street and bathed. Yeah. And bathed. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, apparently still, like, goes to events and, like, has friends. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. These people exist. Uh, yeah, we complain about those people all the time. Oh, man. It was, like, that time that I saw that, like, rhinoceros guy, and he had, like, sweatpants that were, like, 18 days old on with, like, yeah. buttholes, like, <laughs> sweat stains, and fucking, he had, like, a giant hole on the inside pant leg of his sweatpants. He just walked around like it was nothing, like, whatever. <laughs> like, just whatever, like, yeah, these are my giant gams. Yeah, yeah. Check this out. Yeah. Shout out to Captain Sweatpants. Be my six knees. Yeah. Honestly, when she was telling me this story, I thought it was pose gay the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, yeah, that's a pretty good scumbag story. Yeah, I think it's probably one of our best. Yeah, I'd say. That's well suited. You know what we should do for episode 100? We should just go through and ask everybody that's been on the show to, like, tell another scumbag story and we'll record them all and just sew them all together. Or maybe yeah. we'll just take all of the ones that we've had over the last hundred episodes and sew them all together. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. You want, you want one more for the road? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, a magic scumbag story. Yeah. Those are good too. Involving, uh, one of the public's favorite people, Alex Bernanchini. 
Yeah. Oh, we uh, like those. So, um, he played that Merfolk deck forever, and one event playing the Bant deck, he uh, band, installed his Merfolk deck together. Deck? Yeah, okay. He installed his Merfolk deck together, because, you know, whatever. And so he gave it to one of his friends to play at this tournament. Um, and <laughs> the friend came up to me with the deck after, like, round two, and he's like, AJ, is this... Seem right to you? I take it and I look through it and I'm like, something is weird. And I look back through it and all of his lands or all of his islands and wastelands were foil. <laughs> and three Aether Vials were foil. Oh, God. One Aether Vial and all of the creatures and counters and stuff were not foil. <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, this seems a little wrong. And so we sat there for like 20 minutes, literally sorting the deck face down. Wow. Just like, it was so easy. I, I, like, at a glance, I could tell if the top card was a land or not. And like, we sorted it face down and we were able to cut to whichever type of card we wanted very easily. And we did this for like 20 minutes. Uh, like, me and these two other guys. And I'm like, yeah, this is, like, really fucked up. So, guy brings it up to the front desk, and he's like, hey, like, check out this deck. I think it's pretty marked. Like, what do you think? And the guy looks at it for, like, five seconds. It's like, nope, it's good. Yeah. Oh, God. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, our judges at work. That's terrible. Yep. I just, you know what? The problem is, is I think that there are a lot of really good like mechanic cheats. I mean, some of them have been, you know, recently taken out of the game and some others recently invited back, you know, and teaching their 14 year old brothers how to play magic. Um, Who's that? Oh man, I have another story. Okay. Sorry. Go. Yes. No, go ahead. It's fine. I, I'm just, all I was just trying to say, things. yeah, all I was just trying to say is I think that a lot of the judges today aren't familiar with the old mechanics cheats. And yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. So and, carry on. Like pretty bad at catching cheaters because like they don't realize how easy it would be to cheat. Mm -hmm. And that like basically the only thing that keeps everyone from cheating is like morality and not actually Fear like, being the caught. The fact that it's difficult. Yeah. Like it it's actually not at all. But the judges would prefer to think that it's really, really hard to cheat, and thus that like very that if somebody were cheating then it would be obvious i don't know but anyway you guys know casey mccarroll right sure. really who <laughs> no. casey mccarroll no no like wild west old school one of the biggest scumbag cheaters in the history okay of magic. sure okay mike long level just Horribly infamous for we we un we understand the 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 inverse pedestal you are putting him on. Carry on. On that trip, and I'm playing uh, at this table. Everyone is horrible except for one guy. Kind of knows what he's doing, and we haven't really gotten any hands together. We've been kind of avoiding each other because we both like recognize that we're the only other person at the table that isn't free money, and um. 
I played with him for like two or three hours, and then finally this guy comes over and he's like, John or whatever the guy's name is, I don't remember. He's like, John, John, is that you? And he's like, what? He's like, John, dude, I, I totally know you. Like, I, I know you from your brother. You look exactly like him. And he's just like, oh, you know Casey? Do you do you play Magic? He's like, no, no, no. I know him from poker. And he's like, oh, that's awesome. And they talk for a while. Meanwhile, my ears perked up at the mention of Magic, and I'm just like blatantly eavesdropping, waiting for this conversation to end, to ask this guy what's up. And um, so they finish talking, and he walks away. I'm like, so you said something about magic. What's uh, what's going on there? And he's like, oh, like my brother, my older brother uh, played magic professionally before moving to poker. And I was just like, oh, really? Like, was he, you know, does he still play? Like, I, I, I'm actually a pro magic player. Like, I, I might know him. Who's your brother? And he goes, Casey McCarroll. And I just about spit out my Cheerios and <laughs> like, instantly got up and ran over to the table where Ben was playing and, like, dragged him back. And I was just like, Ben, look, that's Casey McCarroll's little brother. And Ben's just like, oh, my God, that's amazing. I was like, yeah, we've been playing together for, like, three hours. I had no idea. He's like, oh, that's so funny. He leaves. And the guy's just like, oh, you guys magic guys? Like, yeah, that, that's so funny. We totally know who your brother is. And, like, I guess Shuhei to come over, too, and I'm like, Shuhei, that's Casey McCarroll's little brother. And Shuhei just goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. And then, like, leaves. <laughs> but, um, so then he's just like, oh, yeah, so you guys, uh, you guys know my brother, right? And it's just like, no, no, I've never met him, but, like, I've definitely heard of him. I mean, you, you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's like what and I was like I mean you like you you know what his you know what the perception of him is in the magic community right <laughs> and the guy goes yeah he's a total killer <laughs> oh god and I was like ah not quite <laughs> what's going on like, I, I thought he was, you know, a big shot, and I was like, uh, yeah. Let's just say that the, uh, magic community as a whole does not hold him in the highest regard. Oh, no. Like, the girl at the table next to him was just like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was just like, huh. And then, like, looked down, didn't say anything else, and then, like, when the, when his big line came, he picked up and left. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a total master. Uh, or he's, like, a renowned scumbag. <laughs> like, when people need an example of a cheater, he's, like, the second one on the list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So, uh, shoutouts then, I guess? Is that where we're at now? You're we're into, like, an hour 46 or something yeah. here? Yeah. Try it out. Shout-outs! <laughs> 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 Allow me to compose myself. <laughs> the shout-out part. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go first this week, 
We don't mind. Uh, yeah. So, like, shout out to AJ for joining us, man. It was awesome. It's, I know we've been trying to, you know, get you on for a while, and I'm glad that we could finally pull it together because I had a really good fucking time tonight. Um, shout out to Legit MTG for uh, helping me out with uh, the new article series. I think it's going to be pretty fantastic. Uh, shout out to both Revised Angel and uh, Ruben Bresler this week because. Uh, I just crushed J. Cal's dreams by being on Sweet Tweets and 20 Tweets in the same week. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you. That, ladies and gentlemen, is AJ Soccer giving me the slow clap. Yes. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, I finally landed. Um, but anyways, that's that's sort of where I'm at. I have to give a shout-out to Tyrone at MTG Rainstorm. Uh, he's starting to do his own streams, which is cool. And like I said, I would listen to that man read the phone book. So it's totally awesome to check him out, too. Um, shout-out to Team Canada, who undoubtedly uh, crushed everybody that's not potentially American or Japanese at the World Magic Cup this week. <laughs> and... Uh, Thanks to everyone who is at Gen Con. Uh, shout out to Real Evil Genius from Brewport Avenue. Uh, he knows why, and he earned it. And that's it for me. AJ, go ahead. Take the floor, sir. Okay. Um, first shout out goes to Christian Keith. Thank you for hosting me in Vegas. And start being responsible so that you can get a house and we can live together. And be a happy animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you have a dream of being the sweaty fat guy paying no rent. <laughs> uh, at least I bathe. Uh, shout out to, I don't know, Cedric for being awesome. He's been really helpful lately. And my stream viewers and sponsors and moderators. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Jay, go. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Fine, KYT, uh, go. No, no, go, Jay. <laughs> Shout out to you, John Medina. Thank you for not being here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shout out to uh, Creepy Carrie Dan. I hope that you're not hiding bodies when you take your break. I hope that's not that's for. <laughs> shout out to... I, I don't know if I've done this yet, but shout out to the Durf for our new art. Man, it's fucking sick. It <laughs> yeah. is so awesome, and I wish, god damn it, Twitter would fucking put my new avatar up. God damn it. Uh, I have to give a shout out to this guy who is named Mr. Tarzan. Uh, Steve Argyle is at Gen Con, and he has a bunch of, like, what he calls binder candy, which I think is like a sweet term, uh, for like all these like artist proofs that are like full art, uh, famous things that he's drawn, like Liliana and shit, right? And he said that if anybody helps retweet his uh, his tweets for advertising for people to come to Gen Con, he'd give them like a full set of these binder candies. But I'm not at Gen Con, so I tweeted that I would like some, and of course this Mr. Tarzan was like, "Man, I'll get you some. It's no problem." And then did, and is now going to ship me them. So that's sweet. <laughs> Sick. Now you'll show. get them like next year because you're shipping them from the states to <laughs> yeah. your ass in Canada. <laughs> yeah, but that's fine because I'm just gonna put them if they fit in a card sleeve, which I assume that they do. I'm just gonna use the good ones as like full art, super art uh, cube cards because I think that would be sweet. Yeah. Um. What else I got? Shout out to Love Your Noodle uh, on Twitter. 
She makes funny drawings and knits wool hats. And I think that we should get her to knit us some custom A-Team toques. To go with our, GP Toronto. Yeah, yeah, to go with our custom A-Team hoodies. <laughs> hoodies. Hoodies. Yeah. Hoodies. Because how madass were those hoodies, by the way? Also, like, how big is KYT's head? Yeah. <laughs> it's Stewie. It has to hold that ginormous brain, dude. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, I got to give a shout out to Jack LaCroix, who uh, is not as funny as he used to be anymore. Now that I can't see Chris Lansdale's tweets, uh, he's still a, he's still a funny guy. And he actually commented on the newest episode, which he doesn't very much. So shout out to Jack LaCroix, who's always like a great guy anyway. I like having conversations with him because he's, uh, he's fairly intellectual, but still says swears, which makes it so much more interesting. He's a big fan of ours and, and, you know, big, strong proponent of all the work that he's been putting in. He's been a really good member of the MTG cast community for a long time. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that's a really good shout out. Yeah, I like him a lot. And then last, I got to give a sh- another shout out to Dave Marshall, who put a big comment on our show, which I think everybody should read. And it was about whole, the whole, like, if you practice enough, can you get better, et cetera, et cetera. Almost- is, that, is that the music teacher? Yeah. Okay. Almost everything one. he said in his comment, I was going to say. And then didn't because I knew Medina would just be like, <laughs> so I was just like, nah, it's fine, it's fine, it's. And then uh, I, I didn't, I totally forgot about it because I always forget about what we're casting about because like in six days someone will tweet me like some funny thing that AJ says, right? And I'll be like, what? Are you insulting my family or something? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, on the show, man. And I'm like. And I still don't really know, and I'm like, yeah, it's pretty, yeah, I remember that, that's pretty good. So I totally forgot, didn't think anyone was going to comment on it, and uh, and he ended up commenting on it. So thank you for explaining that in a way that actually, you know, sounded like you knew what you were talking about. And uh, and then, like, lastly, just two small shout-outs. One to Shaolin Monk, please don't become a Willie G. And also... Uh, all the fun that we're poking at you and you kind of you touched on it in one of your comments about how you like commenting like because you want to have something to talk about and make sure that like what you're talking about is accurate and et that's good we're we're making fun of you because like that's just what you do to your friends you just make fun of your friends but you it's really great that your comments actually make sense and that you don't like you know comment six years after you listen to it and then Someone else in the comments corrects you, and if then last he feels, if he feels we're making fun of him, then I think he's just misconstruing the the love that we've got for him. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly what happens. Like you, you, you make fun of your friends, your friends get all pissy, and then they misconstrue the love, and then you're blocked on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, and then they scoop up their cards because you prematurely showed them a mana leak. Yeah, exactly, and then and then yeah. oh my god, now now you're not getting invited to cube drafts anymore. <laughs> 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 so Shaolin monk. Just zen out a little bit and just chill it. And then also Ben Clinton. Oh, uh, no. Sh- <laughs> uh, <laughs> same thing. Just going to dial it back a little bit. I'll make fun of the Ben Clinton hour. And uh, and just <laughs> don't fucking lose your mind over something that somebody on a show says. Don't don't lose your mind over it. Just chill out. And, <laughs> and I'm not TSG. <laughs> Just, just, and I'm, and at least I bathe, and I'm don't not squat. We're actually all looking pretty awesome right now. Yeah, like by comparison, all these people, like, holy. Yeah. So Ben Clinton, you're like, you're like, 
You're like the fifth member of the eight. I don't know if that's accurate, but you're. <laughs> <laughs> Lose it. Don't get all crazy. Cry yourself to sleep. You want to cry about something? Cry about how your fucking arm doesn't work anymore. And how you're... Work- Stuck on midnight. Shit fucking airline that no one gives a shit about. <laughs> and cry. cry- <laughs> I mean, you got other problems, is what I'm saying. So just don't cry about what we say about you, because we love you. I don't know you. Save us, <laughs> JJ. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta mention. You always mention this guy. <laughs> oh no, I don't have to mention. <laughs> wow, brutal. Fuck that. He'll <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, know. <laughs> um, so mine's gonna be quick, Jay. We should have <laughs> made you go last. Uh, shouts to AJ. Really great to have you on the show. Really great stories mm. um, tonight, and. Uh, I'm going to check out the win when I get down and see if I can find a way to tweet you to tell you where I'm at when I'm there. Um, shouts to Jay. I mean, I <laughs> I think the second family joke is up there with, like, one of the funniest things. It's, right? it, guys, it's up there with, like, the homeless sandwich, right? Yeah. Like, that's up there. <laughs> By the way, Billy's coming back to town. What? The last time he was here, I don't know if you heard about this, AJ, but the last time, like, so Billy, you know who Billy Moreno is, right? Obviously. Yes. Okay, so Billy Moreno's in town, and I'm kind of talking to him, but I don't know if he likes me or not, kind of, sort of, because, like, he was originally... That's adorable. Yeah, yeah. It, I was pretty, like, ah, Billy Moreno. And so I'm, I'm like, like, what's happening? And I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to, like, make small talk and be, like, a journalist so that, I, you know, you don't just run up to a celebrity and be like, oh, my God, I love you. Um, so I'm trying to engage him and then uh but you're a celebrity too so you can get away with it so i'm trying to engage him and and so i'm doing it coming in and interrupting us i'm like god damn it fuck off and so i'm who was <laughs> nick avertil like it like i love nick death but god damn it nick avertil and uh so <laughs> Billy, i'm like hey so by the way what are you doing after this like how long are you in town and he's like oh i'm only in town until tomorrow i'm like well you know like I don't like. I saw you tweet earlier. You might not have had a place to stay, or you're looking for somewhere to go. I got lots of room in my house. We're gonna cube draft later, so you should, you know, if you want to come and hang out. He's like, yeah, sure, that'd be awesome. I give him my number. He fucking gives it to someone else, and then tries to phone me. Like that person tries to phone me, and they fuck the number up. And here I am, just like sitting with like five guys at my house, waiting for Billy to come and draft. He's sitting in a restaurant with a bunch of other people waiting for me to come and draft, and we never ended up fucking up. Goddamn. So he's back in town, and I'm contemplating going to, like, try to do it again. But it's not at my, like, regular local store, so i got to support a different store, which I still like. I like this other store, but, ah. And then it'd be awkward. I'd be like, Billy, man, remember that last time you ditched me? Like, ah, ha-ha. Well, you know, in, in a situation like that, I can only ask myself one thing, and that would be, what would Billy Morano do? Yeah. <laughs> Jay, your life is so hard. <laughs> oh god I don't want to keep draft with somebody that I really like at some store that I'm not a fan of <laughs> what if he oh says no I don't know <laughs> <laughs> what if I get there and I'm the seventh <laughs> oh. AJ so he she had a not had to be like so awesome like him dude I don't know Billy Marino is really awesome he's a chill he dude yeah you, 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 you should be fine yeah and like, definitely oh, hang out with him though. He's he's pretty funny. Try, I'm gonna try. And like, I remember I I also like tried to invite Jared McGuire to come draft with us. He, I'm like, hey man, what are you doing after this? He's like, nothing. I'm like, you want to come draft with Billy Moreno? He's like, what? 
why the fuck would you ask me that? I don't like to do very often. It seems like it might be an interesting experience. He was like, I fucking hate that guy. He fucking designed miracle. Fuck. Are you serious? I was like, oh my god. Come on, come on, you gotta come then. You gotta come and you just gotta like open a bonfire and then just fucking bonfire him in the face. <laughs> god, I hate this card. Here. He's like, no, fuck that guy. Fuck that. Fucking fuck that. That's no, no. I'm like, oh, okay. All right, see you around. Yeah. <laughs> Message sent and received. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh Lord! Who, what what were we doing there? Kyt shoutouts. Oh, Come shout Get back to that. And uh, I don't know. I just lost my train of thought. Um, mm. Shoutouts to all the comments uh, that we've been getting every every week, and it's been getting really crazy. That uh, you know, my good friend Frank just posted this in uh, one of the Facebook groups. He says, uh, "Let me read it up." The common thread on these A-Team episodes is the most disturbed shit I've read in quite some time. <laughs> I knew the show appealed to gene- degenerates, but I didn't think it was that bad. So. Wow. <laughs> What's up, WKR? <laughs> me with your changing your name to Frank. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. We've got some pretty, like, Shaolin Monk is, like, a pretty hardcore fan. So, shout-outs, extra shout-outs to that guy. We got, quite literally... 59 comments last episode. And it's only so like 40. Popular. Uh, seriously, right? <laughs> oh, I have one more shout out. Yeah. Go ahead, I'm uh, done. Izzy Hayes. Yay. Yay, Izzy Hayes. You're sweet. Yep. <laughs> is Izzy Hayes a girl? Yeah, she is. That's a good read. <laughs> yeah. See, because it was a little ambiguous, and so I, I, ca- I got it. I figured it out. How's Izzy? Ambiguous. Well, it could be a guy's name. Like a British guy from the 70s? No, like, well, what about Guns N' Roses? Like a Jewish guy? <laughs> I don't think it's a guy's name, man. Yeah, it's a guy's name. I'm looking it up! I'm looking it up! Okay? <laughs> <laughs> the internet will save me! So am I. So am I. <laughs> Dueling keyboards! <laughs> Oh God! Oh man! Wow! I Isador, I C A D O R. Boom! Roasted. <laughs> See that, kids? AJ sucked. Yeah, you got me, man. <laughs> okay, it's Isabel Hayes. How about that? There you go. That's good. Nice. So, uh. So AJ, I, I gotta say, uh, so I'm 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 angling for a, uh, a, G, a PT Montreal coverage gig. What do you think? Uh, if you get an in, you know, hook a brother up. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> All right, done. Uh, the 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 pro tours are like wizards thing. So like, uh, like I'm super good friends with the guys at Gigi's Live, and yeah. obviously I'm. In bed with Star City, so those are you know. I was I just did. asking your opinion about me potentially being able oh, to do the job. Yeah, I mean, do it. Yeah. All right. I for a while I was thinking about doing a Talking Heads show, and I wanted you to host it. I know, and we never did that, and yeah. it made me sad. Yeah. 
It's still it's still possible. It's not like one of us died or something. Noted. I don't think. No. I don't mean as far as I know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's still possible. We'll see. All right. Well, uh, you know what? Everyone's going to ask for it once we do our episode of uh, for oh, legit. Shit, you're right. It's gonna it's gonna happen. It'll Edit be it out. That's right. <laughs> Carry it in. Edit that out. I'm having to do more work. I don't to sleep all day every day. Uh, bathe every uh, And bathe. And bathe. I do don't like bathing. Don't forget the bathing. Or I like being bathed. I don't know if I like bathing. Oh, see now if there's something about the Japanese culture I could go for, it's the being bathed. <laughs> like there's so many things, but like that is awesome. In like really know. hot water. Okay. With like a really scrubby sponge. That's awesome. <laughs> Fuck, you're so old. <laughs> when uh when we reach the two hour mark, does it always kinda get like this? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's right. like when you go to a bar after two o'clock, no one's ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for having me and fucking fucking hit me up whenever you need somebody. Sweet. As long as you always have stories, you're always welcome. You know what? It's terrible, too, because we sit there and we're like, geez, you know, like, AJ's going to come on. What's AJ been doing lately? Oh, I don't know. Well, what else have we got going on? Ah, no. And we keep forgetting how much goddamn fun we have with you on the show. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> like, who cares what he's doing? It's AJ. Let's just have fun. I'll just tell stories that have nothing to do with anything. Yeah. <laughs> completely fine. Japanese. <laughs> so funny. Alright, well, I guess we'll call it because, yeah, it's, we're getting long in the hours and we're all getting off the wheels. So, yeah. uh, episode 99 coming up. Probably a break before we unleash the epicness that will be 100. If you have so any good ideas about 100, let us know. Oh, we'd love to hear them, but understand that it can't be a live show because we're doing that in GP Toronto. So, something else. Something awesome. Right. And maybe if our listeners can help out, maybe Kyle for for if he's gonna change the intro again with new lines. I, I was I, I, Wait, my favorite. Somebody did that. Somebody did that already. Hold on. My, somebody did that. Yeah. Somebody did that already. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. My favorite for Here. Jay. I, I didn't see the other one, but my favorite for Jay before this episode was was the one where he goes, uh, "What what do I learn from Jonathan Medina? <laughs> like something." Absolutely nothing on the floor yeah. episode. That was that was really good. So Joshua Joshua Matiches from uh, L.A. California went through and actually did all this for us. So he suggests KYTs is from episode seventy two. Instead of I don't know about you guys, I don't know about you guys. I'm mind tricking myself constantly. How about might be the real deal then? I guess he took it and ran it. I uh, t- guess he took it and ran with it. Admittedly, for me, this is tip of the cap to episode seventy two since it was the first episode I ever listened to. Fine, Jay. Instead of they're of a different culture, KYT, they prefer their magic untainted by the internet. How about it? Just says some. It just says I'm the game day champion. That must be Japanese or something. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty, instead of then you just pull the fucking mind slaver and just dome them with their own dude. That's entertainment. How about that's a really tough call, John. I mean, like we really don't have any sort of visibility into the metagame. And Medina, instead of I'm on camera and I'm like, oh man, don't blink. Act like you meant to do this. How about okay, don't chest bump and don't talk. Just hit them first. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I thought it was hilarious, and he went so far as to actually, like, time index and episode mark all of them, so, yeah, like, shout out to that guy, because that was fucking awesome. 
That's and awesome. Was, if yeah, people are people are gonna do that for you, you should update them like every ten episodes or whatever. It's a good idea. Yeah. I gotta tell you, AJ, our fans are pretty insane and we love them all. Yeah, they seem sweet. Yeah, man. It's pretty awesome. All AJ, right. I just remember the exact line. That motherfucker didn't teach me shit. <laughs> <laughs> what did I learn from Jonathan Medina? That motherfucker didn't teach me shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right. Maybe we'll take this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Bye, guys. All right. See you Take later. Take it easy, guys. Have a good night. Night, Peace. AJ.